Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, everyone. It's Marcos Villegas. And today's guest is the undefeated IBF super middleweight champion, Caleb Plant. Plant is looking to fight Canelo Alvarez in September for the right to be called undisputed super middleweight champion. He currently holds the IBF belt, while Canelo holds the WBC, WBA, WBO, and Ring Magazine super middleweight titles. It's a rarity in boxing due to the many titles to get an undisputed champion, as Caleb Plant looks to make history as the first undisputed champ at 168 pounds, as well as secure the biggest fight of his career. We speak to Plant about if the fight will be made, what he thought of Canelo's big stoppage win over Billy Joe Saunders, and why he feels he beats Canelo. Up next, Caleb Plant. Check it out. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Marcos Villegas being joined with the IBF super middleweight champion of the world, the undefeated Caleb Plant. Caleb, man, um, fight over the weekend, obviously. Vested interest, Canel Alvarez stopping uh, Billy Joe Saunders. What'd you make of the fight? And how'd you see the fight play out in your opinion? I mean, you know, Canelo, uh, he got the win. Um, you know, the first round I felt like Billy won, more so because Canelo wasn't, you know, doing too much just off activity. I felt like Billy won. And uh, Canelo started to take over. But then in those latter rounds, you know, I felt like Billy really started to settle in and almost kind of find his rhythm. And uh, it almost went from, you know, Canelo dictating the pace and kind of dictating what was happening to it looked like, you know, Billy started dictating the pace and, and kind of dictating what was happening. So. Did you feel that Billy was winning the fight? Did you think it was a lot closer than what the cards had it? Uh, maybe a little bit closer, but I don't think he was winning. No. How'd you have it? Um, I, off the top of my head, I don't really remember, but it, when, when did he get stopped in the wet? Uh, the eighth round. The eighth round. I mean, he may have had like three of those rounds. Yeah, five, that, that was five, close three, to mine. Yeah. yeah, I had it five to three by, by the time of the stoppage. But, you know, a, a lot of people felt that uh, his jobs should have given been given more credit in some of those rounds to win those rounds. Yeah, but, you know, also with the right hand and the southpaw, for the most part, you know, the jab's not going to be as, uh, you know, as relevant. So, but, yeah, he was landing some nice jabs. What would you make overall of, of Canelo's approach to that style and then the way Saunders fight and the fight well, like game plan-wise? Um, You know, again, I, I felt like Billy came out and was more active in the first round, and then in those latter part of the rounds, he started to, to dictate and – uh. But he ran into a shot, and that's what happened. You know, anybody can run into a big shot, and, uh, you know, that was it. So, Yeah, you know, the thing with Canelo, I, I think with like a lot of the opponents is, is the power, and he's able to back these guys up. And for, like, parts of the fight, they're just trying to avoid getting hit by Canelo because of his power. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've yet to be in there with him. So from the outside, you know, a lot of these guys – some of their boxing ability isn't the best either, so. It's almost too, you know, I've heard other trainers say this, is like there's a, a sort of, they say fear that they, they're, they're, they fear Canelo, but not in the way like they're scared to fight him, but they fear of like how 
a fight could end up playing out if they do anything cute or stay in there with them in the pocket for too long. Well, you you might have lost that fight for you already stepped in there then if that's your your mindset and your mentality, you know, going into something like that. You can't you can't play to not lose. You know what I'm saying? You got to play to win. And I feel like a lot of these guys they get in there and they're they're not playing to win, they're playing to not lose. And when you're playing like that, it's just a matter of time, you know. So no, obviously, with, with the interviews that I've done with you, you know, you don't share that mentality. You, you've been saying for not even the past year. I remember when I first brought up the potential for this fight to you maybe two and a half years ago. You know, you, you told me back then, like, hey, you know, I can win this fight. I see myself uh, fighting Canelo. Uh, before we, we speak on that, I know Saunders got a lot of flack by the way the fight was stopped because of the comments that he uh, said about Daniel Dubois, about uh, the orbital bone. Just give me your your insight as a fighter of someone who does take punches for a living uh, about what the fans are, are saying about that. You know, I don't that? know about taking, I don't know about taking punches like well, that. You, I don't take you don't take, yeah, you don't take a lot of punches like that, but you do take punches for a living. You're, you're a professional boxer though. Not a lot of people are able to hit you clean. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I've, I never had my orbital bone broke. So, you know, it'd be, uh, that's something me personally, you know, I'm not going to speak on that too much because I haven't had it broke. I don't know what it's like to be in that position. So, um, I don't know. So do you think the heat that he's getting is fair given the comments or do you think people need to chill with that? Because at the end of the day, like to me personally, I don't think a fight is worth someone losing their eye over. I mean, It'd be more acceptable for you to say that and for you to feel that way, though. You know what I'm saying? Because no knock against you because you do the sport a lot of good. But because you don't fight, you know, your mentality is going to be slightly different. And even a lot of a lot of other fighters would feel like you and think like you. But there are a select few who may disagree with that and feel like that it's not worth it. And I feel like that I'm one of those guys and one of those select. And so, um you know, as far as him catching flack or being called a quitter for from other people who don't know what it's like to feed their families with their hands, that's too much. You can't you can't say that because you don't know what it's like to step between those ropes. Now, if he's catching flack because he gave Daniel what's his name shit, and then it turned around and happened to him, and now he's like, you know what I'm saying? That makes a little more sense. It's like, hey, you was giving this guy shit, but you look, you did the same thing. So don't don't speak on something if you're not willing to, you know what I'm saying? But um, that's really all, you know, that's as much as I can speak on that because, you know, I've never had that happen to me. No, you know, it's it's an important thing for someone like you to speak on, you know, because obviously, you know, fans, we, we could judge and say things from the outside, but you're a guy that lives and breathes this, you know, so I think your insight is a, a lot more um, knowledgeable, more insightful uh, in situations a lot, like that. A lot more validated as well. So, you know, as far as, you know, if people want to give him shit because he gave Daniel a hard time, then he probably, he deserves that. You feel what I'm saying? That, that, or is it, that's at least a, uh, a reasonable response to what happened to him. But as far as people calling him a quitter or anything like that, when you, you can never do, you know, you couldn't even do what he did, much less what I can do. So I mean, that would be too much. Yeah. You know, I, I understand where the comments are coming from, but like I mentioned, you know, at the end of the day, like, to me, at least, you know, because you said, you know, you see it differently because you do have that mentality. You know, it's, you know, you got to live with the consequences of that for the rest of your life. You know, we're not there paying your medical bills. We're not there to, you know, seeing you with an eye patch for the rest of your life and all that. Yeah, I mean, 
again, you know, it could, I've even heard rumors that he didn't want it to stop and his, his corner pulled the plug. But, you know, again, as far as fans calling him quitters, you know, out of how many of those fans who watch boxing, when's the last time one of them fans uh, reached out to Gerald McClellan and checked in on him? You know what I'm saying? How many? Yeah, you, no. None. None. Yeah. Well, you know, if you want to remind, you know, if you want to give him a friendly reminder of what he said to Daniel, he probably deserves that shit. But, uh, you know, anything other than that, it's out of their league. You know, speaking of this fight, Caleb, I know you did an interview uh, a few days ago where you felt that uh, the comparisons between you and Saunders are completely wrong. Um, you know, obviously you're not a Southpaw, and I feel that um, you, are, you, even though you are defensive, you're slick and you can box and you can punch also as well. You know, you're, you're a different fighter than Saunders. What do you make of people saying that, you know, similarly, like style-wise, you and guys, uh, you and, and Saunders are the same and that fight could play out similarly? Uh, just ignorance, you know what I'm saying? You know, in the famous words of uh, the Black Mamba. Roger. <laughs> and, you know, from the outside, you know, a lot of people these days, they're casual fans. And casual fans tune into boxing or show up to boxing events for two things, and that's the event and the knockout. And anything deeper than that, you know, they're probably not going to be able to grasp, you know, at least not too much. So, um, again, as far as comparing me to, to Billy Joe Saunders in a list of ways is just disrespectful. Our dedication to the sport, I mean, I even heard him in an interview. It might have been with Michelle Joy Phelps or somebody. I can't remember. You know, he even said, you know, a lot of people say that outside of training camp, I don't live right or maybe I don't train the best, but I'm here now. But you would never hear me say that because that's not how – you know, that's for that's him and how he handles his business and what he wants to do. And uh, but that's not how I handle my business. Anybody who knows me knows that I stay in shape. They know that I keep my weight in check. They know I live a disciplined life. You know, Billy Joe Saunders, he's quick, but he's not explosive. You know, I punch harder than him. I'm bigger than him. I'm taller than him. My reach is longer than his. My footwork's better than his. And I just, you know, there's a whole list of reasons. And I could go on and on of reasons why we're not the same fighter. When you looked at Canelo's performances, did, did you see anything that, that striked you that, that you went like, okay, like I know exactly what to do here. Like, okay, he's not going to be able to do this to me. Like, did, did you notice those types of things? Um, here and there, but you know, one fight doesn't change your whole mentality on, on or my perception of him. You know what I'm saying? This has been, you know, a long time coming where I felt like there's just things that I hold over him that he can't, you know, when it comes down to it, that he just can't fuck with me. What are those things, if you can be uh, in, in specific, uh, not giving away, you know, game plan wise, but what do you feel inside that he, he can't touch on you? When that fight gets signed, Marcos, you just have to tune in and you'll see. <laughs> Keeping it close to the chest. I, I know, you know, this is a fight that you've wanted for a very long time, Caleb. Um, are we going to see it? That's what we want. That's what he wants. That's what I want. And uh, so, you know, I got a great team behind me. They've done a perfect job with me thus far. You know, I became a world champion with 17 fights. I feel like I'm one of the biggest stars in boxing. I mean, my last fight got 2 million views. That's more than any other fighter with, since 2019, I think they said. So, I mean, I'm in a great spot. This is a fight that I want. And uh, this is a fight that he wants. And there's only one way, you know, he wants to become undisputed. I want to become undisputed. That's the only one way to make it happen. 
what is there to do in order for the fight to happen? Like, well, what has to happen in order that it does happen? You know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know all the the, the details. I, there's a lot of things and a lot of details that go that go into making a mega fight. And I don't know all those things because that's not my job. My job is to fight. And thus far, anytime that they've put anybody in front of me or wanted me to fight somebody, I fought them and I've come out victorious. So this is a fight that I want. I want to make it happen. The fans want it to happen. He wants it to happen. So it's a fight that should happen. You know, I, I ask that because in boxing, there, there's so many instances where the fights that we want don't end up happening because of some little thing or, or, or the other. Um, and I guess there is kind of like in, in every boxing fan, a little worry that something could come up that stops this fight from happening. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, those things happen. You know, I, no disrespect, I did, but I know you didn't ask me a question right there. So, I, you know, the only thing I can do with you is, is agree. <laughs> well, I, I got my fingers crossed, you know. <laughs> and this is a fight that I want. I want to become undisputed. I've been saying that for a long time. And uh, this is a fight that I want and a fight that I know in my heart that I can win. And, um, you know, he's got a great team around him, obviously. I've got a great team around me. No, there's nobody better than Al Heyman. And uh, there's not a better manager than Luis de Cuba. So, um you know, this is a fight that can happen and that should happen. And, you know, all we got to do is sit back and let our teams do their jobs. His team does his does that job for him. My team does that job for me. And, uh, you know, I'm sure we can make it happen. I know Canelo is a free agent right now, but obviously, you know, DAZN's going to want to keep him. You know, uh, PBC is going to, you know, offer him something as well to, to bring him over. Are, are you opposed to fighting on DAZN or, or is it something where like, no, th this fight has to happen on like a Fox Showtime type of thing? Well, I feel like not fighting on pay-per-view would leave millions and millions on the table for not just myself, not because I'm not just thinking selfishly, but if we're being realistic, it would be leave millions on the table for both of us. So, I mean, it would make most sense to, to fight on pay-per-view, not only for myself, but for him as well. And if he's a free agent and he's able to move around as he pleases, um, like, you know, a lot of people are saying, then it would be in his best interest too. But again, you know, that's not my job. Um, you know, I don't want to speak out of my out of my boundaries. You know, I got a great team around me. And again, he's got a great team around him. And uh, so. Could you at least let us know if, if there's been any talks already, preliminary talks to make it happen? Um, you know, I think our teams, you know, here real soon are going to try and sit down and, and see if we can get it worked out and figured out. Because, again, you know, I can't I don't know how much I can stress this, that this is a fight that not only that I want, but I know in my heart that I can win. And any other time that I've told you, Marcos, any other time that I've looked at you and told you that I know in my heart that I can get this done and that I will get it done, you know. Now, have I fought someone at, um, with the accolades that he has? No, but I'm getting better and better and better. And when I did that against Jose, I'm a night and day difference in the fighter that I am. You know, they say after you win a world title, a fighter gets, you know, 20, 30% better. I've gotten so much better since that fight. And, um, Again, there's a list of things that Canelo cannot do better than me. Yeah, you know, I've heard that from a few fans that they'll bring up, you know, your past opposition. And I was kind of curious if you felt disrespected by that when they bring that up. I mean, you know, with 21 fights, I'm not sure how far along I could be in that department. You know what I'm saying? I don't see anybody else with 21 fights doing what I'm doing. Even, even fighters that are way ahead of me now, they weren't doing what I'm doing with 21 fights. They, they didn't step up with 17 fights to fight for a world title and, and be a, a heavy underdog that they, they weren't doing that at 21 fights. So with tw only 21 fights, I can only do so much. 
But if you look at my my resume, I've lost maybe four rounds in my whole boxing career. So for people to be able to feel like that they can judge me and rank me on how good I am when I've only lost four four rounds in my whole entire career, you can't gauge me on how good I am or where I'm at or what can really be brought out of me. Caleb, when this moment comes for you, what do you think it's going to mean for you to, to get something like this and to go through the experience? Because, you know, you're looking at Canelo, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. And this is a guy that you're fighting that you could look back years and years from now and be like, you know, I, I fought against this guy, this Hall of Fame uh, person in Canelo. I'll just say this. Boxing has been my whole life. I've studied this sport inside and out. I've given my whole life to the sport. And boxing is my whole life. And at the end of the day, life is all you have. This is everything to me. And um, I'm, again, I'm sure we can get it done. And uh, it'll be a great win under my belt. I got to know, have you envisioned it in your mind, the fight and envision, you know, the announcer saying a new super middleweight champion? And if you have, I guess, put me through like the thoughts and the emotions when you envision it in your mind. I've seen this movie a hundred times. I've seen this movie a hundred times. I mean, I've been envisioning this my whole life. And, um, you know, every fight that's ever got signed, you know, that, that's all I do from now. So, I mean, even with the Jose fight, I had the belt above my bed for months and months, you know, and the first thing I see and the last thing I see before I go to sleep was that belt over my wall. And, um, you know, I've envisioned my way here, not just a vision, but I've worked my way here, but, you know, I have manifested this and, uh, you know, that's something I'm going to continue to do throughout my, throughout my career. Man, I can't wait for this fight. I, like I I'm stoked. Um, these fights are rare and I think just the atmosphere, the buildup to this is going to be electric. I, I can't wait. Absolutely. I mean, anytime I've, uh, I've ever been put under the gun, uh, not only in boxing, but in life, I've always rose to the occasion and I've always performed best when, uh, when it was time to step to the plate. And, um, nothing's going to change. That was Caleb Plant, the uh, undefeated super middleweight champion of the world. Uh, we're hoping for a September matchup with him and uh, Canelo Alvarez for the right to be called the undisputed super middleweight champion of the world. Caleb Plant, thank you so much. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for listening to Fight Up TV. If you enjoyed this interview today, leave us a five-star review. It would help us out a lot. Stay up to date with us online as well. Make sure to follow us on our social media at Fight Up TV. Thank you.